it is a continuation of the bad mum's story, but but at Christmas time and their mums arrive. I mean, that pretty much says it all. The audience is going to go to the theatre thinking, this is going to be fun. Welcome to the Even Worse Idea of All Time podcast. My name is Jamie. My name is Oliver. And I continue to be called Alistair. Um, just just before the, the intro there, you would have heard uh, Star of Bad Moms 2, Christine Baranski, um, sort of attempting to convince people that, that it's, the movie's a good time. Yeah, the, the real star of that clip is all the pauses between her words. Um, especially when she's about to say that the audience will love it, and then she doesn't, and then she says... The audience will think it's fun. We're going thinking. Into the cinema thinking it's going to be a good time. So she's done quite a quite a good way of saying they won't necessarily enjoy it, but she's saying it without having to lie. Mm. Um, you know, she's she's a she's a smart one. Very she's a wily one. She's cunning. Statement. She is vicious. Uh, um, so this is this is a podcast. It's a tribute to an existing podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time, uh, in which the concept is we watch and review a film each week. The film is the same film each week, so this is a second week now watching the film Bad Mums 2, or Bad Mums Christmas as it is known. And, you know, and now's the watch today. Well, now I've sort of begin to see what we've got ourselves in for. Because, of course, in our, in our last podcast where we watched dog movies, uh, get your hands off your off my dog cast if you're yeah, interested that, in that. That was, that was a podcast we did before the time. We, we watched some bad movies. Um, so so when we watched the bad, bad Mums the first time, I, it was fairly. It you was know, kind of just like watching a bad movie. We'd watched we, a bad we, movie. We've all before. seen bad movies before. And it was, and it was also, but, but it, was, it was a bit of fun. So it was like, that was, that, that was all right. You know, we talked about it, we're done. But usually we move on to something else and I sort of still felt that this week I said oh next time we'll watch a better film but um, even though I knew we'd be watching the same one and watching it today it wasn't as bad as it could have been no I, I, I was actually still it's, relatively it's, engaged it was I odd. would almost I almost found it better this week yeah you, yeah Alistair came into the into, I, the, into the watch yeah, in, I, I in not a great mood with no energy at all um, <laughs> just I don't know it's been kind of a a long week and it's only Wednesday <laughs> but um yeah no I came in without any energy but at about the halfway point I was I was quite you know I was laughing I was a lot of gags landed for you yeah having a good time it's really cheered um, you up definitely did drag towards the end <sighs> yeah. but yeah. you know it's just the nature it's of it's because of the really. end that's trying to get real with you it's, it's playing some and it hasn't earned it because the, the mums aren't as redeemable as the end makes it seem mm. it, is, it, it is it almost gets there with Christine you know, her hard shell is, is a result of this insecurity. That's almost there. But and it does dig in. Her behaviour's been pretty bad. That's the thing. That, yeah, so the whole the whole thing is that Christine Bransky, Mila Kunis' mother, is just a, a, a huge bitch, basically. Um, and, and sort of towards the end, uh, you know, her husband, played by the wonderful Peter Gallagher, who I think we should discuss. <laughs> yeah, we will do. Who is sort a of, joy. <laughs> yeah, he sits down with Mila Kunis and says, look, you know, the reason she's such a bitch is just because she's she's very insecure. But that's, insecure. that's all well and good. That's, I suppose, a reason why someone might be a bit nasty but she, she really goes out of her way to, to make people feel bad when she first arrives at Mila Kunis's house for Christmas and Mila Kunis says oh look here's all the food I've prepared for you she says oh wonderful you let your kids cook she, she's just what a, what a rude woman and 
Yeah, I, I, I think Alistair might have enjoyed it the most. I, I think it was at a similar level to last week, but throughout, uh, there was this feeling of, of dread in me, like this physical you feeling failing, in it? my stomach, um, just sort of terror. It felt like I was, you know, the feeling you do when you're about to do something big, uh, I felt felt nervous. I felt like it was just dawning in physically what, what a task this, this might be. Yeah, I just, it, it, to me it didn't, I don't know, like while... Obviously, I'd seen this movie just a week ago. Even this. I, I, yeah, actually, even this. It felt fine. I don't know. It, it didn't really feel... I don't know. Nothing about it. I, I didn't feel... Obviously, this will change as, as the weeks go by. But I didn't, I didn't feel tired of it at all. I and bits that I thought were, like, funny, not because of the merit of the joke, but just because of, you know, the ridiculousness of it, still remained that way. And I still I'd had a bit of fun. That's even more so. I think yeah. the bits we like, because it's like a callback. It's like, we loved that bit the first time, so it worked even more mm. this time. But the inverse is also true in that the bits that we didn't like the first watch, they're magnified as well. But yeah, that's true. Some actually. of the, the, the sort of just shouting that... Um, Catherine Hahn yeah play. I can't remember some Carla, of that, I think also name. obnoxiousness really grated even more and I'm scared of where that will take us yeah certainly I think there's there's a lot going on in this movie you've basically got three plot lines yeah. which are I suppose they're reasonably woven together yeah. but they don't feel like three completely distinct plots it feels justified uh, that they're hanging out with each well, other. It's so basically it's just one plot with three variations. The, 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 the plot is yeah. the mum's not getting on... Sorry, the, the mum's yes. not getting on with their mums, and it's just three variations. It is three yeah, plots, sure. I guess, but they're all... They're all they're working, variations they're working in tandem, and they all come together in the same way. Yeah. The end. But um, um, So I think there's like quite a lot to go on, which I'm hoping will kind of you know get us through the first few relatively easily <laughs> yeah 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 I think the first yeah I think I think we'll start really getting into trouble maybe at watch four well that's you know, I that's know. really not a good prediction I, <laughs> I'm thinking six so I'm hoping six I feel like one more time I feel like three will still be like yeah this is you know yeah like <laughs> all the early days of the plot will yeah. have really sank in we'll know but exactly then actually what's going one on. thing because as we discussed last week um, we're watching it because the film has exited cinemas in New yes. Zealand at this point we are watching a, a perfectly legal 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 cam rip of the film yeah. uh, and so but I think we will get, we'll get a jolt of energy when we when we actually get our hands on an HD copy and sometime mm, in the new year some of the frame is actually cut out we'll yeah. see more, more on going yeah. on, on either Ho- side I'm hoping that there's a whole world happening just at the very corner of the screen yeah. that we will be it's really changed the plot. To. so that will be a, a sort of good artificial boost for us it'll be like a whole new movie um, sort for of all, really at least one or two weeks should we maybe get into yeah. Shining Lights I don't know I feel like well, that's quite, it's, it's, it's quite, quite, early. It's quite early, but I, f- I feel we like can I want to... Let's just we jump around. Let's, yeah. just, let's just do what we want. I'll, 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 I took notes this week, so I've got a lot of... Oh, actually, sorry, <laughs> okay, okay, so Alice has got a lot of stuff to uh, say. Uh, look, I'll just, check mine in, I'll just check mine in right away. I don't know where we're going from here, but um, I, I'd like to get mine in there before I forget it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, they're, they're talking about how they need to take back Christmas in the mall when they're drinking. Not a great scene, but, uh, but Mila, uh, Mila's actually doing really good reactions. But my highlight is when um, Kristen says... Is that her name? Yeah, Kristen Bell, yeah. Says... Um, the character's name is Kiki. It's 2017. And and Catherine responds, I thought so. Because um, <laughs> it's not a joke. It seems like it should be. And we a, laughed at that the first week. But <laughs> a weird pause well, I when really you... I don't know why. 
when well, you because it's a weird line. Like, what does it mean? What's the what's the I, premise? Like it's not even a joke. It's just like a reaction. Is but it like she, but it doesn't mean anything? It's like it's like they 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 wanted to insert some maybe, sassy quip about it. Maybe it's, it's supposed just a placeholder. Like, really, that, yeah, that was a placeholder. Maybe she's just like, oh, we got to write a zinger here. Maybe. For now, we'll just say I thought so because because you know. I feel like I might have an idea of what it's trying to go for. Because she's like a... I feel, yeah, I feel like because because of the premise of her character is that she's this sort of drunk, uh, you know, failure. <laughs> to <laughs> put it, I would, well, she is. Yeah, that, that, her thing is that she's the this kind of... The thing is that she lives a bit of a wild life. Just, yeah. I say it every day. I she think, wakes up in the park. She's got a child. I think the gag there is that she's like, well, I could be I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong about the year because yeah, I'm wasted Because I'm, I'm plastered all the time. Look, but that's just not, she's like, well, yeah. I thought so. I thought it was 27. Look, I know it's an outlandish film, but that's not, not based in reality. You can't, you know, it's been, it's December the 19th. You know what bloody year it is. And additionally, she doesn't deliver it in such a way that she appears to have any genuine confusion. Yeah, like if she's like, no, I she thought just... so. That would be fucking good. <laughs> yeah. But she says it like she's, she's delivering just... some classic gag. Yeah. When in reality. I thought so. It's like. She's kind of fucking... disagreeing with a really basic fact. So I, I like the uh, bizarreness of that. I hope that really continues to come into its own because I don't understand it. I loved it. Um, my favourite part was uh, once my, 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 my shining light last week was at the, at the Christmas party at the end happening in this week uh, Kenny G the <laughs> I guess saxophone when it's like the trumpet playing well no but, it's not a trumpet it's whatever a, the fuck I think, it's a, I think it's a kind of some kind of brass instrument right some kind of he's a famous instrument, instrument yeah. man um, he, he, as Christine Baranski says at one point he's a national treasure no he, he's the father of smooth jazz is that what she said he's definitely not she said that at one point yeah I know that's yeah. the gag um, <laughs> it's a good one it's good shit so He's at the party that Christine throws at the end, um, and then Mila Kunis doesn't like the fact that he's there. So she says, "You know, shoot! You know, shoot with your with your little flute." As I'm saying, "Get out of here!" And, he, and Kenny G just walks away and turns back and says, "It's not a flute, you bitch." He <laughs> didn't say you. Bitch. Uh, he just says bitch. It yeah. seems it's stronger with the you. I think next time I'll, I'll hope that he adds the you in there. Well, I like I it without because you can give a bit yeah. more um, power to the bitch. And it's also it makes it got makes more it a bit more sassy and a bit less insulting. <laughs> no, I but I like the you bitch. Is how, yeah. how bitch should be used. I think there's a real venom to saying you bitch. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think it's Kenny G's place to be saying that pretty, to a woman in her own home. <laughs> it's pretty hardcore. He already hard calls her a bitch. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but in a sort of flippant Kenny G way, that's what we love him for. I love it when that's he calls me up Kenny and insults G. me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> in, in my house. Um, yeah, well, that, yeah. I, yeah, okay, Generally. well, my shining light is... you got a mobile phone, though. Um, Christine Bransky does all these kind of um, extremely over-the-top decorations at um, Mila Kunis' house. Yeah. And the finale is that this box explodes and kind of shoots partridges out into the thing. <laughs> it's kind of based around the yeah. 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, um, although many partridges and they're in a box, not a tree. But yeah. anyway. Uh, those, and um, Amy says, are those real partridges? And Christine says in her, in her usual deadpan style, I was like, yes, they have no survival skills. They'll be dead within the hour. Yeah, that's a, it's a genuinely really good I think it's actually, yeah, it's actually a funny line, and I think it's probably the best one in the film. The, well, it's certainly up there. Speaking of uh, the Laravis decorations, one of the great benefits of watching it more than once is that we worked out that the line is, in fact, moon ice, not moon yeah, ice. Yeah, so my shining light last week was that you know, um, Christine Bransky and Mila Kunis are fighting. They knock over the Christmas tree into some ice, and Christine Bransky 
this was my highlight, my shining light, says, that was Moon Ice, you nasty bitch. And Alistair tried to argue mood? with me well, that it was Mood uh, look, Ice. Look, I stand by that No, I know, and I actually agree with you at the time. I, 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 I think I said that's probably more likely. <laughs> but I wanted to dream that it could be Moon Ice, the line, because that's again. You know, and your dreams have come my true. Dreams How does that come feel? Because she proceeds it with saying, it's Ice from the Moon. Yeah, she says, that was Ice from the Moon. That was Moon Ice, you nasty bitch. And the thing Which, is, we don't know that there is Ice on the, on well, the Moon. Well, there's almost... Certainly not. We, okay, moment. we researched it a bit. Apparently, there could be residual. Yeah, some ice. scientists in the nineteen in the nineteen sixties, like it's quite outdated data, said that there could possibly be some ice in craters that only ever live in the shadow. But here's the thing: this film is set on December the nineteenth, twenty seventeen. Well, set over a few days. Yeah, it starts but on December the nineteenth, twenty seventeen. It does start then. No, it doesn't. It does. It's, it's like seven, the second day. Oh my it starts, you five, days. It starts five days before Christmas, right? No, seven. Um, seven. So the 18th, I guess. Um, it depends how you're counting. But this is set in the future. It's basically what, what, what I'm saying. So between now and then, I think if there's a discovery that there is ice on the moon, then these fucking, these creators of the movie are prescient and they need to be stopped. Mm. Maybe the creators of the movie are actually working on... You know, an, an ice on the moon discovery, and this was just mm. they found this out just seeding to, just it to get in. Some yeah, this funding. movie was actually just a funding exercise for NASA. NASA. How do you pronounce it? NASA. Correctly. NASA. <laughs> it's, it's the same, nearly the same. It's NASA, man. It's NASA. Oh, look, I appreciate the eccentricities of different pronunciations. <laughs> I think you guys have mocked me before for that one. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad to see yeah. it come back. Was, Old habits die out. I refuse to. Bow. <laughs> There's a great extra that I noticed in the back of one of the scenes. Hit me. Um, so the three, our three mums are at some kind of gingerbread decorating <laughs> activity. They're all just. They're, I don't know where they are. It's uh, that, that's like something else I want to talk about. You okay? You, yeah, I'll just quickly. Like, this is a real quick bit. Then I'll let you get to your stuff. Um, they're just sitting. They're decorating the gingerbread, and um, just in between Mila Kunis and Catherine Bell, sorry, Kristen Bell, in the background, this woman just sort of turns and, and looks and sort of does this grimace thing as if to say, Oh, is the take still going? <laughs> <laughs> she's been held there all day. Yeah, she's real, sweating it's actually a real, She's got a really disgusted look on her face, and then she yeah. turns back around as if to Well, you know, I guess we're, I guess we're still going. She's realised this scene is a dud, and <laughs> she's not she's using like, her time well. We were really going to call it earlier. Um, so yeah that, that was just a little I bit, could have been an extra on Mamma Mia 2 today I turned them down and I'm bloody here <laughs> for Christ that's a yeah, I, I look forward to seeing what she does in future weeks yeah. presumably the same thing but I don't know there might be other <laughs> she shows. might shake it up she's <laughs> um, just I don't know there's there's, there's so much going on in the, like on top of like you know the, the kind of three in one plot lines mm. there's just a lot of like Scenes and just a lot of I don't know kind of things that happen <laughs> over the seven days. Like you've got this kind of this random yes. bread scene. There's like bread the scene. you know gingerbread scene. Oh yes, yeah, um, yeah. Like there's that counselling uh, scene. Yeah. Um, there's just there's just like a lot of kind of different yeah. flavors. Yeah, well, it's not really a lot of disjointed flavors. Yeah, a lot of a lot of disjointed scenes, and some of the transitions are pretty awkward as well. For instance, um, in that gingerbread scene, um, what's the face? Um, Which one? The the one that leaves, who who works at the spa? Catherine Hart. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson. Um, kind of just like gets it gets some message on our phone and says, "Oh, I'm so late for work." 
but she said, I don't know, she doesn't sell that she's late for work. <laughs> First, give it a bit of boy. <laughs> give it a bit yeah, more stuff. No, but she's it, casual about it. Panic. That, that, it implies guess, that she's regularly late for work. I guess that's, I guess that's, that's her that's character. Like the gag there. Um, um, she works at the Ocolespa. <laughs> oh, Ooh, get yourself a good old day for the family down at the Ocolespa. Two for one bloody pedicures. Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Yeah, she works at a spa, Catherine Hahn's character does, and she's very, very upset at the start of the film that so many women are coming in to get their vaginas waxed. Yeah. It's, she, she's, she's a very unprofessional worker. Yeah, she sort of calls out the ladies in the waiting room. In fact, she she's so she comes in and she says, "Why, why do all these people want their you know their, their business waxed?" Doesn't say that, does she? No, she doesn't. No. She says she does say. I think she says, "Why does yeah. every fucking woman in America need their vagina waxed before Christmas?" Some some uh, kind of lewd remark. And then she goes, "All right, who's next?" And then the camera cuts to um, a comically made up woman to, to look very hairy. And um, and Quite. then and the audience, the audience in the cam quality, we watch laugh at that. They laugh at that visual. It's a fun visual gag. It's like, "Oh, she's hairy. That's yeah, going to well, be a." Yeah, hell of a lot to, to, to wax <laughs> and then Catherine Hahn says not you Sasquatch I can't deal with that today and, and then the audience does not laugh they think, I think they're like oh we've, got, we've gone a bit too far yeah, yeah. they're like we should not have laughed those five seconds ago I did not know it was going in that direction I feel really bad and I'm going to respond to this with silence now and it's lovely to hear the audience yeah. to just see them change their mind in an instant and think no that is too far that is mean I'm not on board with that I like that what I like I another another audio, fun audience bit was totally. um, there's one scene where they, they just start coughing a lot. <laughs> there's someone sitting near the person recording and they just I just coughing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be a nightmare being being all coffee in the in the cinema. I've had an election theatre. You, you you feel like a, a villain, oh, but it's your no. body. Your body's just just doing it. You know. I had a lecture once and just. Honestly, the entire 50-minute oh, period, yeah. someone was coughing constantly. Yeah. Oh, that was me and one time. And at that point, surely you just leave. You just, you know, take Left yourself out. But, I mean, situation. they want their education, don't they? Well, sure. I know, but, but when you're compromising that of the others. Yeah, yeah. What I'd like to dig, and I think last week was very Christine Bransky-heavy, as it should be. She's, mm. she's dynamite. Um, but I think this week we really enjoyed her, her husband. Peter played, Gallagher, played star of the OC. We enjoyed him last week. We, we enjoyed him last week, but I think this week it, it, it continued to sink in. It really came into his own. He's got a lovely expressive face, um, big he's eyebrows. He's got really big lips. Yeah. So the thing about him that I'm curious about is that he doesn't speak a lot. No. And um, I just want to say, the, the actor was Peter Gallagher. He played Sandy Cohen in The O.C., a fantastic role. So. Yeah, we get that he was in The O.C., Jamie. We were actually talking about bad moms, too. Yeah, he, but have you seen him in The O.C.? Oh. Well, you should do He's that. this kindly shambling mute, and and there's a scene later on where he gives this lovely pep talk to his daughter. But it's, I think it's more of a shock than it, than <laughs> they portray it as, because he he's he's not spoken a you know he's spoken a, maybe five lines up until this point. And I think most he he has one scene where he talks to his wife. Christine yeah, yeah, yeah. My theory is that he's genuinely mentally broken. In 2005, he witnessed an eclipse, <laughs> and he was high on magic mushrooms, so his, his mind was susceptible to hallucinations, yeah, so he yeah. thought that the eclipse was a dragon eating the sun. And when the eclipse ended, he thought he made a bargain with the dragon yeah. to stop eating the sun, but it would come back and claim his life. Right. So every time he speaks, the dragon comes closer to him. He can oh, feel gosh. its presence right. near. So what he has to do is not speak and then he'll buy himself some time right so he has to really pick and choose his moments so he's, he's he's living his life yeah he so it's it's quite it's quite romantic really because mm. he, he speaks in this nice tender scene with his wife um, so it's, it shows that love can 
can can even can motivate a man who who is sworn to to speak as as little as possible, and it's it's just a lovely heartwarming thing. Most of the time, he's just sort of standing off to the side, giving really exaggerated reactions. Uh, yeah, look, they say they say acting is reacting, and this man is on that basis is one of the greatest actors of all time. I think someone just told him that before he started on set. Yeah, you know, so he was just sort of chatting with an extra, and they said, "Well, you know, acting's reacting," and he thought. That's fucking genius. <laughs> I don't have to say a fucking word. <laughs> He's like, I've never heard that before. And then he just gets on set, and you know, the line could be as simple as. We're, we're going to going to the sky zone. Pretty much the simplicity and he, of all and, of and, his and his face and just lights up. His face lights up. He, he rubs he's his a simple boy. He's, a, he's fucked in the head. And he, he pouts his lips. A trip to sky zone is what anyone would want. Sky zone, I'd like to go there. It looks good. We, I just want to touch on the sky zone, actually. So sky zone is an indoor, indoor trampoline park. And in the last week episode, we discussed a game of dodgeball that takes place in the film. Oh, yeah, we've... And, uh, you know, there was some contention between Alistair and Oliver there about uh, whether or not they were playing dodgeball, what what exactly rules they were playing by, because it seemed Oliver was arguing that the rules they were playing by were that, you know, you're only out if you got knocked down, uh, where Alistair was just saying it was was just the traditional rules of of dodgeball. If you got hit, you're out. Conflicting still this week, we pay closer attention. Uh, Catherine Hahn's son does get hit and keeps playing. But he is not reliable because he's, like like me too, he's he's mentally... He's mentally unhappy. He's not sound no he doesn't appear to have like developmental learning disorder or something yeah, and yeah. um on the other hand the <laughs> normal as far as we can tell apart from his bloody football obsession oh is um is amy's mila kunis's son yeah and he gets hit without falling over and he does go out so there we are the, i the, think they haven't they i haven't think he just throws away the ball without even being shot like i don't think we see him being hit he's just like this is enough for me i'll oh, be in touch with the director to see uh if he could clarify the rules certainly <laughs> that, would, that would probably be the yeah because ultimately it's kind of just like everyone ends up leaving and then christine baranski and mila kunis have a showdown which to be fair, I think is probably Christine Spransky's weakest part of the film. She gets hit in the stomach, and then she just kind of keels over. She doesn't get hit in the stomach. She gets hit in a no, it's the stomach in a private part. No, it's a bit oh, high. It? It's a bit high, I think. High. Yeah, no, she hits her son in the in the privates, but I think it's a. It's no, just Christine Baranski. I, I thought she got hit in the private parts. No, I don't think so. I mean, all your parts are private. I don't want any, uh, you know, dodgeballs invading any part of my space. I'm all good. It's all private from the balls. But um, yeah, I don't know. Physical physical comedy, maybe not her thing, but it's pretty no, it's funny because it looks not. like she dies. She falls over, and there are like three shots of her doubled up in agony. She's died. Hey, that's all we've got time for. <laughs> Jamie's yeah. got to go off and no, sell up. Let's not bring it air our bloody dirty no, 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 it's exciting. He's he's a bona bona fide artist. He's off setting up an exhibition. That is true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sound thrilled. Did you love that glimpse into my life there, listeners? Yeah. There'll be plenty more where that came from. Hey, I'll tell you what else about Jamie. I got sunburned. Tell, tell me. He, he's wearing a shirt with a red man, and the red man's crawling. Yeah. It's a, um, he, why is that happening? I don't understand. It's an artist. Um, wait, what do you mean it's an artist? It's that guy. He's a red, he's got no, no, no distinguishing feature. The guy, the guy, the guy, the artist, the Keith Herring. Oh. He's a famous artist. Yeah, that's I know. You'd know that if you were an artist like <laughs> Okay, all right, I we'll see you next work. time, maybe. I'm a motherfucking woman.